0: Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our force.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Today, I wanted to talk about fucking um, how we have to break up with Bernie.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. But unfortunately, Boo Bear... We're not I'm not fucking voting for Biden. I'd rather I'd rather uh have every person who has a confirmed case where we live spit in my mouth and vote for fucking Biden.
2: Did anyone see um the live stream that he did? Where he did this like announcement? It was him and um Biden talking. Right. Apparently they had a conversation. Um but I didn't see it because I I could only imagine how that went. So
1: I watched like a thirty second clip and like Bernie looked so like uncomfortable. I didn't want to be there really. He just kind of like was just staring. He looked very defeated. It was kind of depressing to watch. I am w- really not going to try and seek out the whole thing because it was yeah it, it was shitty to watch, especially you know. After having like some like hopes and dreams over the last like year or something,
0: it was shitty to watch. So it was a it was a live stream that Bernie and Biden were both on. Yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can pull it up and we can watch it together.
1: <laughs> I uh no I don't want to watch it I'm too okay. no. too angry about it. No I'm not angry I'm not angry at Bernie at all because I mean he like he's too nice like we've already yeah. we always said this he's way too fucking nice and he wouldn't he would never would take, like, the shots that he needed to take, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. It's just, like, sucks that he dropped out. Like, I feel like he should have, like, fought tooth and nail to the very end, Mm -hmm. you know? And unfortunately, like, I can't be mad at, you know, this, like, old man on the last legs of his life, like, putting down the
0: sword and saying, I'm retiring, you know? Post-heart attack, you know? We forget that, that he had a heart attack and just acted like nothing happened, which was amazing, you know?
1: Yeah, it just kind of sucks. I don't know. Like also uh, all these people who are like, oh, the cult of Bernie, like Bernie bros, like yada yada that like they're they're silent right now. They're still they're still active. They're still blaming Bernie bros. But like they're very silent on us being like, hey, um, we're not a cult. We're not fucking listening to Bernie and we're definitely not voting for fucking Biden.
0: Yeah, I think we're going to see a resurgence of Bernie blaming when Biden oh, gonna, loses the primary, uh, the general. They're uh, gonna blame They're him. already doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: they're already freaking out and saying it's the left fault, the left's fault that Biden lost. And they I mean, yeah, it's already happening. Yeah, fuck him. Corn pop should have capped his ass years <laughs> ago.
2: Like, but it's so naked the way that like, like your candidate, the person you want for whatever reason or settled on, right. People who like who support Biden, you know, the guy that you were crowing about how he's the only one who could beat Trump, Bernie's too radical, yada, yada. And then when he gets the nomination, right, or he's very likely to get it, like the reaction isn't, oh, oh, great. Like now now we're going to beat Trump. That's great. That's awesome. It's like just pure rage at People at any like the, the people they think will, you know, screw it up for them. Right. Like they are like, God, they, they're they going to fuck us. And it's like mm-hmm. you have been going on about how he's the only one who go in. So this is yeah, perfect fucking win.
1: Anything. Exactly. Just
2: sit back and relax. But no, they're like frothing at the mouth, like bitching at people even before the election saying, he's- you know, you have to.
1: Yeah. He's the most electable candidate. Why do you need our votes? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I I don't even know how many blue checks I've seen saying like they don't need us, they don't need us, they don't need us. But now in April, they're already panicking about not getting our votes. So it's just like, what the fuck did you expect was going to happen? And and there's two discourses around this whole thing that I think are, uh, it's on two different sides and I think they're both shit takes. The first one is like, I think a shit take is um, being like, uh, oh, uh, if you don't vote for Biden, you're voting for Trump. Because it's like I'm not voting for Trump, so I'm not you know I'm not against Biden, and I'm not against Trump. You know, it like evens it out by your dumb yeah. fucking logic. And so that's like the one side. That's the 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 Biden um, the Biden people, and the 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 people from the left that are like fetishizing revolution, who are like. Bernie was never the answer because he's a Democrat. Bernie's actually a centrist. I'm left to Bernie and like oh, right. oh you thought electoral politics was going to help you? Wow, you fucking retard. And it's like, what? <laughs> no. It's like, I'm sorry but like sitting behind your computer and tweeting and like being the fucking red vanguard, you know, leading <laughs> <Doc> <laughs> to different things, fucking <laughs> retarded assholes. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, all the fucking, oh, now it's mask off time. It's like, what the fuck are you going to do, motherfucker? Right. Like, you literally, literally, if all these dudes that are talking about mask off went outside, they would all be drone-striked within, like, 90 seconds. Like,
0: yeah. I mean, <laughs> Obama it's like, it's would take his to- uh, fleet of drones and just massacre <laughs> yeah. all yeah. of us.
1: Yeah, it's,
0: like, literally the only
1: chance in America would be like a military coup of some kind, but the left, all they do is shit on the military. So. Right. Like a military coup would be, it
2: would in America, at least would be kind of fundamentally not any different. It would, it would be, I mean, marginally different than what we've got already. And the idea that, yeah, like, um, if we're going to talk about like, like, you know, an example that comes to mind is someone like like Chavez, right? Is that he the way he kept himself from being capped by the military was that he basically bribed them. So with the, you know, uh at the time, you know, Venezuela's big oil reserves, the mass amounts of money that had coming in with it, he basically just gave them like how, what what they wanted, right? You know, bribed them, paid them off, promoted them, talked, you know, was like, yeah, I love the military, yada, yada. So that when the U.S. is trying to intervene, you don't have the military. That's why Maduro is still in a good position because his like his military aren't going to turn their backs on him because Mm -hmm. that. So it does. But yeah, here it basically just be like and how it would happen is like Trump will be like gesticulating about like my pillow or something and then (laughs) like a general – would kind of walk up behind him and tap him and be like, hey, you know, you got to do a thing. And then once Trump like waddles off, he'd be like, yeah, we're in charge now. So like, just go about your daily lives. We're just going to take care of everything. Like this COVID shit would be like really, you know, a, a good, like if, it, if this were like an exciting and actually like, you know, if things actually exciting happened, the military would take power now. But uh, I don't think so. Um, I'm not advocating for it. I am just saying uh, that's how it, that's how it would go. Parody,
1: parody, psych. parody. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to shoot the Exciting doesn't mean psych. good. Uh, exciting doesn't mean good. Just, you know. Exciting.
1: Yeah. It's like entertainment for the week, you know? Oh, military attempted a coup. Cool oh by the way also another thing that uh, i love hearing like i've been talking to the fucking biden people and shit and like online you know uh they're like what about the supreme court what about rbg like she's gonna fucking die it's like that's your fucking problem i'm sorry you fucking held it hostage i'm not i'm not i don't negotiate with terrorists
2: you said uh uh, ruth bader ginsburg yeah yeah so fuck you she could have
1: stepped down who gives a fuck fuck her
2: I had a conversation with someone not too long ago about um, like criticisms of her and how. So the thing is, is that if we're conceptualizing the, the Supreme Court as like what it was like intended to be right, whatever that if we can put ourselves in the shoes of, you know, you know, 300 year old, uh, you know, racist guys, um, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, whatever, like an ape apolitical in the sense that its purpose is to dispense justice where, you know, or to rule on, to set precedents, Right. So, but the thing is, is that that's not what it is anymore. It is very much a political tool. It is um, something that say Medicare for all were passed would be probably be something like a tool used to um, rule it on on unconstitutional and, and, you know, defeat it. Right. Um, So if it's, you know, if it is uh, political, then it should be thought of in political terms. And the conservative justice know that like um, whoever uh, was it wasn't, was it Kennedy who resigned or it was the other guy, Sorry. right? One of the, 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 judge that resigned, right. It's, it's for life, but he basically said, uh, you know, I'm retiring. I'm opening it up because, you know, he's this like, you know, kind of middling swing voter, maybe occasionally. Right. But if he retired, then that's handing the conservatives a majority. Right. And I mean, he, he at least recognized it. And that's probably you know one of the motivations for uh, his retiring. So uh, if we're thinking of like like someone like Ginsburg, Ginsburg, like, you know, if anyone we had in power was like politically strategic, she would have been like, I'm get, I've. Pro- I've got cancer everywhere in every part of me. I'm more cancer than woman at this point. So, so I should probably resign and then give you know Obama this seat, right? Though again, like I will, I will like like you know walk back uh, some criticism in the sense that like like her, like anyone else, they were all like, well, Hillary's going to win, right? So we don't have to worry about it. They couldn't conceive of Trump becoming president or a republican because becoming president because they just thought yeah, you know, we're just going to have democrats are going to be president, right? We won't get anything done or have any actual power outside of that, but we'll be president forever. So no no worries.
1: Yeah, it's just like I I don't know. It's I hate that they're holding literally like every like they always say like, oh, you know, um, you know, Bernie Bros are a cult and blah blah, but like Biden literally held every fucking thing hostage they're like oh bernie needs to drop out because like people are dying at the fucking polls and you know because of covid and that's what i'm saying bernie's too fucking nice like if he like if he was willing to throw uh, old people to the burn pile like biden is then i mean he could have kept on going but he's not willing to do that yeah i mean like it's not it's no fault of him he's just a nice guy right he's literally the opposite of what people accuse him of they they say oh he's like too revolutionary too radical too mean and it's like no he needs to be meaner he just needs to you know look at Biden in the face and say i can fight you in a fist i can beat you in a fist fight bitch
2: yeah also the the like well we need to you know Biden needs to be president so the supreme court will you know we can protect it's like the ship is sailed it's a majority right now it's a conservative majority it'll be that way for the next however long so that ship is sailed so that to me has no uh, it has no, um, really, uh, persuasion to it, so.
1: Yeah. Back. I think it was the, I think it was his internet.
0: Hey! <laughs> He's back. I don't know what the fuck happened. It's called Georgia's shitty internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called
1: the FBI, man. They don't want us to speak the truth, man.
0: Yeah. So, so, Posting Menace, um... We were talking about you know Ruth, uh, RGB RBG, Notorious. Yeah. and <laughs> how you know you you need to vote for Biden because the Supreme Court and but another take I've heard is that this is a different political climate than 2016. In 2016, you know, people didn't come out for Hillary because they underestimated the threat of Trump and him mm. actually winning. So they're saying. People are going to be more willing to come to the polls, whether they feel motivated or not, just because it's more of an anti-Trump vote than it is a vote for Biden. Do you see that playing out in November or whenever the election actually happens that people say, oh, Trump is such a threat, we have to vote for Biden and it comes out in massive droves? Or do you see people pulling in 2016 and staying at home again? I don't
1: know, because I, everyone does hate Trump, but I mean, say somewhere like, you know, in Georgia, I think that there's going to be the exact same response just from like Trump people that may, you know, some that may not have voted, you know, most Republicans do vote kind of more consistently, I think, but I think that people are going to freak out about losing Donald now. I mean, there are a lot of people, at least that I've, you know, come across that didn't believe. They talk about, like, people left not believing in electoralism. I think there's a lot of people on the right that don't. And then, like, seeing that Trump, seeing that, like, their guy could win, you know. I, I mean, I, I don't see it, like, as an overwhelming, like, I, I think it will balance out. I think that, like, there is, people are taking this election more seriously. Because, I mean, before it was, like, the TV show guy versus the bitch everyone in America hates. So, yeah, yeah it was low turnouts. But, I mean, I think this time it's going to be, like, everyone <laughs> hates Trump. But also, I mean, I mean, fucking Republicans, I mean, I just feel like people hate Joe Biden are going to
0: want Trump to win just as bad as people want him to lose. Yeah, absolutely. So- No matter how much, you know, people hate Trump, the Republicans are just going to come out just as strong because they can't imagine anybody else but Trump being in office. And in a sense, you know, it it may very well be just a repeat of 2016 with the same uh, characters, but different messaging and kind of. People acting like it's different, but it might end up just becoming the same exact thing. Cole and Matt, do you guys see it the same way or do you view it a little differently? Um, I think that there's
1: uh, one factor that we're not considering talking about the election, and that's uh, if we're still in quarantine or if there is going to be an election. Mm -hmm. Um, It's true. I'm not 100 percent sure that there is going to be an election. Um, there probably will be just cause of like, you know, Americans are like so fucking stupid and like, we want our traditions, like, right. Like our, our time honored tradition of going to the polls and voting and having those votes being thrown away in favor of the candidate that whoever they want to win. Um, but I think that like, I don't know how you guys like, and by you guys, I mean, the DNC, how the DNC fucking, elected someone that was it's not quite as hated as Hillary, but almost as hated as Hillary in terms of, like, Joe Biden, right? Like, the people who like Biden are the people who are like, oh, Obama was cool. And those typically aren't the people who are like, like, that's not a huge demographic in terms of voters. Like, it's just like like the general voter, like the people who are like, I don't give a fuck about politics, right? I don't think they're going to vote for Biden. A lot of them aren't. Do you not, think they're just going to stay home? They're either going to stay home or they're going to vote for Trump. I mean, like, you know, I, I don't think they're going to be like, oh, Joe Biden, like, you know, he's, he's whatever. Because, like, I mean, there's so many, like, memes, too, right? Like, if you go on, like, I mean, I know this is a dumb, like, cultural, um, you know, cultural indicator. It's not really, like, indicative of the zeitgeist. But if you go on, like, Facebook or anything, like, the people who who – who typically are on Facebook are typically the people who like really give a fuck about elections, but don't Mm -hmm. know anything about politics and those, all those people, no matter like who they are, are just like just laughing at Biden because he's laughable. He's a fucking joke. Yeah. What
2: do you think Cole? Oh, uh, I'm, uh, I would concur. Um, I think there'll be like a few different wrinkles. Uh, And I think that, like the because the climate is a bit different because right so we've had four years like Trump's been president for four years and usually incumbent presidents have an advantage because um, it's you know they've it's like he's already been president so for some people it's like well he cannot he can't be that bad because we're still alive in here after four years so is it really that important to get him out but I think with uh, Trump's a bit unique in that. Uh, even some folks like that may be so kind of opposed to uh, who he is and all that that they would that would be overcome. But I don't know. I don't really see that. what i what I think will happen as much like uh, you know, posting to said is that um, it's gonna be, you know, any surge of enthusiasm for getting Trump out of office, I think will be met by uh, an equal surge of enthusiasm for keeping him in because, um, if you think his base was like rabid for him in 2016 they still are and you think they want to see him not be president like absolutely not so they're going to come out and you know i'd say his base like even even more than that even like you know like folks who weren't in included in his base in 2016 who, who now are right like i feel like a lot more conservatives are like not just like yeah, Trumpies Republicans so will vote for him. They're like pro, like they're avidly pro Trump now. So I don't know. I just see it being a case where like it's two matching ways of enthusiasm. Uh, Biden was a did abysmally with the youth turnout, with youth turnout, youth voting. Um, I I don't see why that will change. Like it, he's, it's unlikely that'll change. Um,
1: his I'm interested. Fucking-
2: Brain is cracking open like an egg now and sliding out of the back of his skull more and more every day. So, I
1: uh, yeah, I, I I'm, yeah, I'm interested in seeing where the Latino vote is going to go now. Um, because Bernie was very popular amongst the Latinos, yeah. so I wonder where they're going.
0: I think well, the part no, they won't of it, go anywhere, they won't, they just won't vote. Probably, I think, I think, um, a certain segment, probably the younger Latinos, might not vote. Um, But I think that they will still have enough reason to actually come out and vote for Biden. It won't be nearly the same level of turnout or percentage that uh, Bernie got because, you know, Latinos loved what Bernie was saying. Um I think the one thing, though, that we've been kind of like dancing around that could throw a whole wrench in all of our analyses is that. Coronavirus is going on and then we truly don't know how the next few months are going to play out as far as trump's administration because every day is just like a complete shit show you know we're taking it literally on a day by day basis Mm -hmm. with these press conferences with him and and dr. Fauci about how the things are going. I think if we do see a continuation of a, a closed economy people losing even more jobs because we've already seen record unemployment. Yeah. I think it might, there, there is a certain point where a segment of Trump's base who isn't entirely as radicalized will, may flip, might flip and not necessarily vote for Biden, but they might stay home as well just because the coronavirus is such a, you were saying, Cole, that you know the precedent is the incumbent has the advantage, Mm -hmm. but we haven't really had a situation where the incumbent is also dealing with a complete unknown, a factor Mm -hmm. that we can't truly predict how it might affect people because, you know, you look at someone's ideological views and they'll be, they'll stand up to a point, but then you put enough pressure on somebody, they might change Not necessarily their ideology, but they'll change their views based on like material necessity. They might be like, holy shit, I don't have a paycheck this month. I don't have a job anymore, you know, and they somehow become disaffected in the system. So, you know, it's a big what if. And I think it's, it still is terrifying because it's a big what if. With Bernie, I think, you know, we'd be a little more hopeful. Granted, it wasn't a guarantee that Bernie would beat Trump. A lot of polls were saying that he would. Mm-hmm. I mean, Trump's
1: campaign said he would. Like Literally, they, they've said multiple times that he would have beat him. He would have beat him in 2016. I know mm-hmm. I know of at least two people who voted for Trump who would have voted for Bernie uh, in 2016. Um, and they would have voted for him again. Um, yeah. But I do want to say, before we continue on with this discussion, um, I need to get posting minutes to weigh in here. Um, so we're we're neglecting a huge demographic. What about the mad Elizabeth Warren hose? Ah <laughs> oh, man, I mean they're obviously gonna do whatever the Democratic Party wants them to do because that's what Liz is gonna say. So they're definitely they're definitely going all in for Biden. I mean, I mean Bernie. I think Bernie supporters were the only ones that aren't a lock. You know, mm-hmm. for just a Democratic nominee. A hundred percent. And I was thinking when, um, Cole was, when you guys were talking and actually the more Republican type are definitely not in sway way away from Trump. I was thinking about more of the fringe. I am in like, I don't really know how I got in there, but I'm in like a more like right wing chat on Twitter. And like, <laughs> they, they are turning on him like a lot over the coronavirus stuff. Like that, mm. like wow, that, you know, like lost jobs, and they're like this motherfucker, and the blah blah blah, be like done with him, done with voting and stuff like that. So they mm-hmm. might not necessarily be like we're Dems now, but there are people that are going to be like, nah, like I like people that are like more, more younger that might have their first vote was for Trump because he was different, because he trolled people, because mm-hmm. he was funny. Mm-hmm they're now like oh well he was funny but he's a retard so fuck it <laughs> <laughs> right
2: um which is like you know the the correct uh you know outcome but maybe the method getting there is a bit you know we can clean that up um i don't know i i kind of i i'm going to push back on those things in the sense that if i don't think that will be enough people who who feel that way i don't i don't think that will be um,
1: oh, not at all. Because like, there are people like
2: virulent enough amongst like Republicans. I don't think that uh, feeling will be there. Um, there
1: but, are people yeah. who I talk to, um, and obviously this is just like you know, like firsthand, like personal shit. It's not like empirically backed up or whatever. But there are people who I talk to who are like you know Democrats and who are like Trump's actually handling the coronavirus pretty all right.
2: Yeah, the, the, there was a poll um, in where. Uh, and this was – it's not the most recent one, but the one I heard where uh, amongst Americans, not just Republicans, but Americans total, um, there's a 60 percent approval rating of Trump's handling of corona. So 60 percent of all Americans, not just Republicans – imagine we Republicans, it'll be way, way, way higher um, – Approve. So I just – I don't – I just feel like whatever is going to happen with corona, I just don't see it translating in people being – like being anti-Trump about it, even though like this is a case where it is directly his fault how bad it how bad it is. Um like I just don't see that like turning into them like animus towards him. I feel like they will just go as oh, the deep state or it's you know uh China's fault. Like like really that's what he's done. He's just pivoted to blaming China and even fucking dumbass Democrats will buy into that too because they're xenophobic as well. And they you know, hate China too. So they'll just go, yeah, it's China's fault. You know, it's not Trump's fault. It's China. It, you know, like they're behind it all. It's just going to become like the new Russia for them, I'm pretty sure.
1: I'm telling you guys, what we need to do is we need to start, we need to go over there and start teaching English. All I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs>
0: all I'm saying. Yeah. That's what it, my sister's doing. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this before on the pod, but she said, so a little background on my sister. Her and her husband, they both met in college. They went to Shorter University, which is a private Christian Baptist school. It is garbage because they're like down the road from Barry where Coleman.
1: Barry's Um, a fucking shit school, too.
0: (laughs) Excuse me? No.
2: (laughs) It's the Chad Barry versus the Virgin
1: Shorter is
0: what it is. Anyway, she went to Shorter. And so her background... Along with my, you know, my family's background, I would say was fairly Christian conservative, and I didn't really talk to her a lot about her political beliefs. I just assumed they fell in line with most people at Shorter's political beliefs, which is probably pro, pro- Trump, libertarian, um, or libertarians. I uh, know they're nonsense. like
2: actually uh, Barry was was uh, where like the sort of like bow tie libertarian types went. I would say like that was like the if there were like two prominent groups on Barry's campus, it was the the bow tie libertarians, uh, and you know with a, like a, a subsection of like traditional conservative slash constitutionalist types was a thing, uh, and then you had a contingent of more like Tumblr liberals um, and like four leftists probably. Um, who I never met, but I have
0: sisters. Um, Um, I would say it's pretty hard pressed, probably on shorter, just because it is a, you know, quote Christian school to find those Tumblr left people, the liberals. There's probably fewer there. But anyway, you you get the picture. And so she, uh, about two or three months after college, goes to China to teach English. And that was what Matt was talking about possibly doing. Mm -hmm. And she told me a couple months ago, so she had been living in China for a while, but she told me like that she and her husband both became incredibly depressed the first two months they were there. Not because they might've been homesick, that might've been a possibility, Mm -hmm. but also they said, she said one of the major reasons was They realized how much they had been lied to about how people in China lived. Yeah. And that she finally realized, like, holy shit, people in China, the vast majority, not all, but the vast majority of people in China she interacted with were just as affluent and just as educated as any American she'd ever met. And their infrastructure is so much better. It's a much cleaner place. No matter where you go, it's very clean. And she was just like... Uh, <laughs> it's
1: a banger. This is
2: perfect. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure that'll that that that'll, that'll come through. This really
0: translates to Skype. Yeah. It's really, of course. <laughs> Uh, that that'll come during the recording yeah though. that really translated uh
2: um, definitely won't to be this a, audio just a just a wall of of noise
0: um <laughs> anyway thank you Matt for setting the ambiance um but she said you know she realized how much propaganda we're fed about China and how China truly is becoming the new Russia you know the red scare um we need to worry about China because they're the big global threat and she realized like People in China are not only just as well off as Americans, sometimes they're better off because they have universal health care and they have government run programs to help people. And people in China don't hate the government. They China. worship, they worship <laughs> people In China. They say like China. it's almost, uh, you know, uh, they're very nationalist. They love the CCP. For the most part. And, I mean, talk to the Foxconn workers. I don't know about all this. <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't know what they Right, I don't the suicide net all. factories. Yeah.
1: It's the got a problem, is. is what the we're fucking, like the, the part where they jump out the window, and like they bounce in the suicide net, and then they bounce back, up and they, the boss is like, all right, that's a break. No,
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm not... Obviously, post the post posting menace was talking about, and I were talking about this beforehand. Obviously, China is not perfect, they have terrible human rights violations that are going on, but so does America. And like, at least they have fucking universal health care and stuff. So it's like. There, it's they a net, net for China. What else do you
1: want? <laughs> they have nets. What else do you want? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it, it's pretty bad because, like, if that happened in America, like, they wouldn't even provide, it, provide us with nets
0: to catch us. <laughs> and the thing is, in America, we do have a suicide issue. It's not the same as Foxconn, but we do have, I uh, mean, you know. We, the, we're the, over-medicated. I mean, like, we kill ourselves with medicine. Like, it's uh, what's the difference? Like, spot the fucking difference. Like I'm going to try to look up the actual suicide, suicidal rates, but I would say they're probably higher in the U.S. than they are in China.
1: Well, I mean, look at Japan, too. Like people always talking about, oh, I like, yeah. Yeah. mean, China like has a high suicide rate. Well, like hyper capitalist Japan has a higher suicide rate.
2: Not just like like life in Japan. <laughs> Every documentary I've seen about it is just the most dystopian shit. Like they're pod people at this point. Like if you live in Tokyo, it's like, welcome to Tokyo. Your job is 80 hours a week and you live in a a, like basically the like the equivalent of like Harry Potter. You live under the stairs. Basically, you've got enough room for a bed and a, uh, you know, a GameCube and like a a 14 inch TV. And that's what you've got. Right. Like you never be late either because you'll be. Yeah, anyway.
0: No. Okay. So I just looked it up and I, we our assumptions were correct. China has a, a lower suicide rate than the United States, a pretty substantial lower suicide rate. So they're 9.7 for 100,000 per 100,000 people. And the US is 15.3 per 100,000 people. So that's um, a Woo! difference of like. Number one, 4.6.
2: <laughs> Dude, dude. Those are rookie numbers. We gotta bump, we gotta pump those
1: numbers up. As I'm wearing my Captain America shirt. I'm yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and it goes to show, like, no matter how bad Foxconn is living uh, in in deindustrialized Midwest or whatever, is like worse than living in China. Like, poor Americans are worse off than poor Chinese people. Yeah.
1: At least even poor Chinese
0: people know kung fu. <laughs> 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 that is a take I haven't heard but I'm going to have to agree with you there Beth.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I, had, I was going to I don't even know how to respond <laughs> I think
1: a good, a good uh, response Universal. Is, Universal. is to move Universal. on uh, yeah. Universal Kung Fu lessons yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Under communism is, everyone will know Kung Fu and we'll all be Zen masters Is it is it racist
2: if the thing you're saying is like An actual at like good outcome, like it actually would be good for everyone to note. Anyway, I'm not going to speculate on that.
0: I get where you're saying. I get (laughs) where you're going with this. I mean, hey,
1: we have a we have a problem with people exercising in this country. Come on, exactly. (laughs) We're all fat as shit. Like you know, um, the only the only kung fu that we can well like as a whole, America's fat as shit. Um. You know, uh, if we did a if we had to fight kung fu, we'd have to do sumo wrestling or whatever. So like, you know, (laughs) because those those two
2: things are the same. Yes.
1: Yeah. Sumo wrestling is fun as shit. Actually, I had a friend that like did like coach like classes and stuff, uh and I did like a few. It's actually fun as shit. He had like you know got the. What is it
0: called? Damn, I'm retarded. I can't remember what it's called, but it's fun. Mawashi? I don't know. I was talking fun. about that. He had the diaper that the sumo wrestlers wear. Yeah, yeah. He had like a ring. He had the yeah. It was fun as shit. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's two big,
2: thick boys, like going at it. Like there can be no more pure sport. See, we had than do-
1: just we have to do Brazilian jujitsu or whatever. Yeah. Because like, that's the only thing like our fat bodies could handle. We can't do like walking on a pond uh, crane style Kung Fu. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, it's not even Chinese people don't even have to do Kung Fu. They do the chi- Tai Chi, which is like, you know, like aerobics, yoga, martial you just art. Said, you just said Kung Fu twice. <laughs> <laughs> see, the thing is, see,
2: Kung Fu is an umbrella term, right? Every other martial art is a subsection of Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. So, what type of Kung Fu do you do? Oh, Tai Chi, right? It's like Coke in the South. Every soda is a subsection of Coke. <laughs> right.
0: I, I, I want oh,
2: or go. or real quick, I want to say um, uh, uh, one of your points, one of y'all said something about uh, being poor in the US is worse than being poor in China. And it reminded me of like, well, anytime someone will say, like, well, why don't you go live in one of these areas if it's so bad here, right? And it's like, um, the th- the difference is is that, okay, I don't have. Let's say I I am like I don't have any money. It actually would be better to live in somewhere like Cuba, right, with like its health like healthcare services. Like basically, it's safe. It has social safety nets for people who don't have money. But if you do have money, there is no better place to live in than the U.S., right? Because if you're part of the upper crust, you have money. Your 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 life is just one like fucking hedonistic. It can be if you want. One hedonistic like fucking uh, eyes wide shut party after another. Yeah, like, I was gonna say. Like, you know, yeah. it's like there's nothing holding you back here. And somewhere in, like Cuba, they might be like, "Yeah, you can't like feast upon our children." Again. Yeah. You know, worship Moloch. You actually. Have oh, to- you're
1: telling me mm-hmm. that I can't have an entire army full of 14 year old Mexican girls at my disposal? What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Like, so, like, that's why are yeah. like, yeah, fuck, fuck this. Like, if the market dictates yeah, it.
0: If you're in Cuba, yeah. they might stop you from having a tax haven somewhere. Right? They uh, might, actually you know, they might keep your, taxes, your go- so. make you pay taxes. Um, no, cool. I think that's a great point. That you know there's a to a point you become so rich eventually you know that's why people say america is so great because it's great if if you're affluent if you talk over people yeah exactly
1: see cuba's fucking yeah. high, though. oh i'm sorry so, go ahead no you're fine but even like not the mega rich because uh amber frost from chapo she said the same thing because she went to yeah. cuba and she said basically the exact same thing. She was like, people say, why don't you move there? And she's like, I have money now. Ten years ago, I would have. She was like, yeah. but the, the, the same thing. Like, for the poor, it works out great. But, I mean, if you have money, there's no yeah. reason to move there. And, and also, dead. like,
2: yeah, that I remember that episode. And that's, you know, what got me, like, what prompted me to say that, I think, is yeah. remembering something like that. So, no, and I thought that, like, that point was was
1: very also, prescient. I feel like your family's here. You don't speak the mm-hmm. language. You don't know anybody. Yeah. It's really scary moving anywhere, let alone to a different country. And, you know, and
0: being poor, you're already at a disadvantage mm-hmm. because you probably can't. You don't have the the material the means to move to another country. Uh, you're probably undereducated. You're probably uh, they probably don't want you. Like but, I'm sorry, but they probably don't pain. want you to. They okay. don't want you to immigrate. Because they're like, Oh, we already have enough of your skill set in this country. Why would we let you in? You know? So even if you're affluent, you still will have a much better chance of moving to a different country. But there's no reason for you to. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, what are you gonna do? You know, you're stuck. You're you know, you wanna get out of fucking Idaho or Illinois or Indiana, wherever you're stuck, but you can't because you know that's all you know and where your support system is. Yeah.
1: Whatever, dude. Fuck America. Let's move. Um, let's speaking move. Of, to speaking Fuck. of, right, we had news today about America
2: being cool and good, and how our political system is like, you know, isn't just like this arcane machinations of of like like what fifteen people kind of all deciding who's going to be what.
1: If so. we're talking about what we're th- what we're fixing to talk, what I think we're fixing to talk about. This shit made me so fucking depressed over text. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know if you guys understood how fucking depressed I was about the USPS. Is that what you're saying? Oh, well, that too. I oh, was going, oh what
0: happened? Yeah. What, what are we talking about? Cole let's, Cole, let's talk about your thing first, yeah. and then we'll move on to the USPS. Oh well, I was
2: saying the the like Bernie dropping out, endorsing Biden, like talking more, like going more in depth in that. But um uh yeah. I guess my uh, feelings on it are, um, well, if I had to sum it up, like, well, we all kind of, at least I knew that Bernie was going to, like, if he dropped out, he endorsed Biden. He did the same thing with Hillary. And um, the difference here between now, I feel like 2016 2020, is that I feel like his supporters, at least, I mean, I was back in 2016 more willing to say, well, he's gone now, so we have to get behind Hillary, yada, yada. Um, I feel like, but that's like, that sentiment isn't nearly as strong now. And I feel like part of that was because Bernie had a real shot and basically got rat, rat fucked out of it. So, again, um, again, but like more, I, it's probably, worse. I feel like it's, yeah. I don't know, it's worse now. Maybe I not get
1: their handle. Like, really I think it's like, you know what I'm saying? They're kind of like, oh, look. And we kind of see past their bullshit a little bit more now. Yeah. 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 I think before he was like the underdog and they kind of like held him off. But this time it was so much more blatant because he was like a front runner. Like they really had to pull out more stops. I mean, last time it was like giving Hillary some questions and like all the super deli. I feel like this time it was a lot more blatant he was more he was more powerful or whatever had much yeah. more momentum so
2: yeah and just you know so it doesn't come as a surprise to me i guess right um though i wish i i don't know i just a part of me really wishes that he would wield and it's just like he's just not the guy to do that and that's mm-hmm. unfortunate like and you know There was some recognition of that, I feel like, from his supporters, from me, where uh, I basically, you know, figured out, like, he's just not the guy to do that. And I would I would I want him to be so many people I think want him to be, but he's just not. And so that's why it's never really been about him. And it shouldn't be. And anyone who maybe takes umbrage with like, you know, us uh, saying like, yeah, we're, you know, kind of fuck off Bernie. We're not voting for Biden. Right. I still love the guy, but you know, if he says something like that, I'm going to be like, no, like, cause you're not like, you're not the boss of me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're, you're the things you stand for or what I'm into, not you. So you could, Bernie could go up there and be like, you know, what we have to do is vote for Joe Biden and also like watch all It'd be the same as if he said we should watch like Netflix original movies. It'd be like, no, fuck you. Right. I love you, but this is not it, bro. (laughs) This ain't it, chief. So, but like my, I guess my big question is why do we even have a primary? Like, why do we like genuinely, why do we have a primary?
0: Well, uh, you probably know more about this than I do, but I feel like I've heard that the primary actually wasn't always there, that the parties used to hold their caucuses. That's where the caucus comes from. And they would just pick the candidate and then the people would vote in the general, which is essentially what still happens.
2: Yes. No, there's um, I I, want to. I feel like it was in the 60s when they added like the this popular like Democratic primary. Um, but yeah, but it used to be, you would just, they would just meet up at the conventions and they would, it would basically pick the nominee there, which honestly, like, I don't know if, if it's all the same, if the outcome is the same, I'd rather they just do that and just leave me out of it. Just leave me alone and quit asking me <laughs> to get excited for something and get involved in something. If the outcome's just going to be the same and you're going to come together and pick and coalesce behind this asshole
0: anyway, like, I just don't want to bother with it. You know, yeah, no, I, I I get that sentiment. Um So while you're looking that up, I don't know if you were going to look up. Yeah, actually. Um, really quick, Matt, before we get to the USPS, because I think we do need to talk about that. Uh, I wanted to go around the circle really quick and talk about. So now we're at this point. We still have a general election. We still are going to have Biden versus Trump. And there's a lot of talk. Amongst, you know, popular YouTubers and popular Twitter accounts. Uh, Who do you vote for and do you or do you vote at all? Because it's this idea of I think there's this general consensus that voting for Biden isn't, you know, the right thing to do. But I wanted to ask you, who who do you think would vote for or are you going to vote at all? So I'll go first really quick. My thoughts on it are. That if I am going to vote in the general at all, it would probably be for either whoever the Green Party candidate is or for for Bernie. Uh, and I think the we might have talked about this actually the last time the posting mm-hmm. minutes was on that by voting for Bernie in the general or even still in the primary, you're sending a message. It's you could say, oh, yeah, you're voting. Yeah. You're throwing your vote away. And, yeah, you're basically are throwing your vote away. You're not voting for Trump. But you are throwing your vote away. But it's a, it's saying, hey, this is a vote that would have gone towards Bernie had you guys not fucked them over. So I, in my mind, that's what I'm gonna do. Obviously, it's a long ways off. But what does you, your guys take? Let's start with the posthumeness. You know, have you thought about what you're gonna do come November?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would probably, uh, I think I said before, I think I'd write in Bernie or just not at all. Cause I me, mean, mm-hmm. Green Party, I don't really, you know, I mean, I guess I just don't, I'm maybe more than Biden, but I don't really fuck with that too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I think you just have to, I think writing Bernie just kind of shows like, cause they were not going to vote for Trump, but it just shows like these were votes that you could have gotten. I mean, it doesn't really count for anything message-wise, but it's still... I just think it makes the most sense. I mean, it'd take... I don't know, because there's no really good way to handle it, I don't think. I don't know. I've thought about it a little bit, but I'm not going to vote for Joe. I mean, if we just continue, because I sucked it up and voted for Hillary, but if we just keep voting for the trash they throw us, we're just going to be cucked forever. You know? I mean, it just just like whatever slop they're willing to throw our way. We'll take it. What about you? What about you,
0: Matt? Have you thought about this at all?
1: Um, I'm going to be writing in Bernie, no matter what Um, Mm I've determined. Uh, I said, I said this at the beginning, like when, uh, you know, cause like I I remember initially, like I was kind of wavering on Warren and then Warren was like, you know, a fucking snake in the grass piece of shit. So I was like, all right, I'm definitely only voting for Bernie. Um, the Green Party, I have seen a lot of people talk about the Green Party candidate. Uh Howie Hawkins is like the main runner for the Green Party or whatever. Here's the thing about the Green Party. The Green Party is it looks good on paper, but they've never done anything. And he's never done anything yeah. political. And so he's never like held office. He's never really, you know, the only thing is he's kind of like, I'm anti-war. I mean, you know, all this stuff that sounds great, you know, on paper. But like, you know, most most uh, political parties can put down shit that lo- makes them look good on paper. So um, I'm still going to vote for uh, Bernie. That way I have the, uh, like posting Minister you were saying, it doesn't really send a message, but I think it, it, it sends a, it sends a personal message at least like in our circle, it doesn't seem like a widespread message. Right. But it sends a personal message in our circle where it's like people go, Oh, you can't bitch about the, about the outcome of the election if you didn't vote. It's like, well motherfucker, I did vote. I voted for who I wanted to win. Right. So I get that like personal validation of like voting for Bernie, you know, um even though he's not, you know, he's not a candidate. But I do think um I think like a lot of people I think if we if we get enough people to vote, still vote Bernie. Cause I know, like I said, like a lot of people going, you know, green party or whatever, but I think if we get enough people to, to vote Bernie, then they'll kind of get the message, uh, mm-hmm. to like, at least, at least the people will kind of be like, Oh fuck. We, well, you know, we don't have, you know, um, however many votes the fucking Twitter left has to give. <laughs> yeah. How many votes Virgil, um, Texas uh, yeah. is dead currently has to give, <laughs>
2: uh, RAP um uh okay well coming to me then so addressing all of that so matt i agree with your kind of take on the green party right and that they've really never done anything and probably never will though i mean their platform is kind of eco-socialist i like that I, i i agree with it but the thing is is that they've taken that sort of platform and then been like okay So who's going to be our nominee, the person we push. And like the last couple elections, it's been uh, Jill Stein, who is like basically like Dr. Drew, uh, like this weird homeopathic like woman who probably like not even being live about this, but probably does have weird Russian connections, you know, Uh, just is like best friends with some fucking Russian oligarch, you know, like like someone like her. Is their nominee, and it's just like, and yeah, this Hawkins guy seems better, but um, no, I'm probably I'm gonna vote, I'm gonna write in Bernie, uh, and uh, I think that that is important. Like, like in terms of sending a message, it's like, um, so the thing is, is that you know the Democrats don't ever feel like they have to earn the left's vote; they expect it because. They expect you to just fall in like their strategy with like the left is, well, I'm sorry, but you have to, well, I know you don't like Joe Biden, but you have to, you don't like Hillary Clinton. Well, I'm sorry, but you have to put your big boy pants on and vote for her. I'm sorry. You have to right? which is of course is a very compelling argument. Uh, Just having someone like quivering and shitting their pants going, but if you don't, you have to vote for her. So um, that's their strategy. And, Because, you know, I feel like so many people, I feel like the left in general is like, well, we don't want Trump to win or we don't want the Republican to win, right? But fuck that at this point. Like, if we're talking about important elections, 2016 was the important election and he won or or we lost. So that's, we're past that point. That ship has sailed. So really, at this point, this is the election to say, no, fuck you. Uh, We're going to vote right in Bernie. And I feel like if it's, you know, couple hundred thousand a million right that at least is like showing you have to earn our vote now because you're not going to just get it you know and i don't think the dnc will ever learn from anything ever uh unless they all just die and are replaced with you know human beings but if there ever were a case where they would learn something it's you know a good chunk of like the 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 party saying we're either staying home or voting for Bernie. And here you can see the results of that. Um, Yeah, that's my feelings on it.
0: Cole, did you ever figure out um, when Mm -hmm. we
2: started having primaries? The first one, like, so the first one ever held was in, I think, North Dakota. um, And there was something... Like it held in Oregon a few years before that. So the first couple were in like 1910, 1912, but it wasn't widespread. It was just like you know a couple of states here and there. But the, uh, what I, from what I could tell, like the process we know, right, where the one that kind of starts with Aya and New Hampshire, that started in like 1920. So, okay. uh, but before then, yeah. So, like, 19th century, really, it was kind of just, they would just, yeah, just pick the...
1: It was after the, the Great State. War. <laughs> yes. All the, boys, all the boys were returning home, and we decided <laughs> that, you know what? We keep talking about being a representative democracy. Might as well show it. If we can put a
0: rifle in, in the boy's hand, he should have a ballot in his
2: hand. <laughs> A ballot in the other. <laughs> a rifle in one hand, a ballot in the other. See, the boys did something. They, they observed something down... Down in the in the trenches that uh the, the French had something called a caucus. Uh, <laughs> they'd all get together and they pick who they send over the over the over the top.
1: So take that, that, Kaiser. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <Well. laughs> yeah. We're sending so, a message to good old Kaiser Kaiser Wilhelm. Kaiser <laughs> permanente, permanente. <laughs> Yeah, I got a Kaiser Permanente right here, and it's my dick in your ass, bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: That's right. Dudes rock.
0: So, I don't know if we've all seen this, uh, but Matt, you brought up the USPS, and you were particularly livid about this bit of news. Yeah. Flushing it out a bit.
1: Uh, so, like, the USPS has been kind of in trouble for a little bit um, in terms of finance-wise, right? Because, like... You know, they have, like, I don't know why, but they have, like, competition in the marketplace. So, it's, like, of you know, course. FedEx and, you know, uh UPS. Yeah. And so, the thing about the USPS is, like, it is, like, in a really important service. It's, like, literally the only government service that's actually, like, worth a damn. Because it's, like, more socialized, I guess. Like... Uh, you know, famous, uh, famous husband slash autist to, uh, Liz Bruning, Matt Brunig talks about how he really likes the, uh, USPS and he feels like if we were to take that and do that with literally everything, internet, like grocery stores, like whatever, he's like, yeah, that would absolutely. be like a really good, like socialist type of like setup. Right. And I g- agree because the USPS is, you know, uh, a very important service It uh, it, it's like one of the only ones that runs efficiently. Well, um, so there, the USPS has been hit really bad with the coronavirus, right? Like, like every fucking industry. Yeah. And Trump was refusing, absolutely refusing, to give any relief to them. He said, "No, figure it out yourselves," right? Um, yeah. And they they were telling him, they were saying, "Hey, I mean, the Postmaster General, right?" He's like, "Hey, listen, um, you know." This shit, like, we're gonna fucking close down if this continues. And they said, okay, we'll give you money, but it's gonna be a loan that you have to pay back later. Of course. Which is fucking stupid. And so a lot of people are talking about how the USPS can't, it fiscally can't handle this. And so people are talking about how it's gonna close, which is shitty because it's literally the only fucking, it's one of the only government services that's actually fucking worth a damn. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's the only good government service. I'll go ahead and say it. it's the only good one uh, that I can think of. Maybe the the VA in certain aspects. But um, yeah, the, the post office is the only good one. Um And this has been a Republican project for a while uh, because because it's good and because it helps people and because it's not uh, meant to just you know, put a a cinch around every American and squeeze them until all their blood and money pours out. Um, Because of that, the Republicans, of course, want to destroy it or replace it with or just basically turn it into like FedEx, like basically make FedEx actually the Federal Express um, and just make it, you know, a money making operation that is shitty and bad and and people and, you know, oh, you, you want to like I live. Right. Yeah. I live in the middle of fucking nowhere. So, oh, you want like us to deliver your mail down there? Well, you'll have to sign up for the special uh, premium platinum service where we'll deliver anywhere. But uh, unfortunately, you're you're the brawn like pity bitch boy uh, service now. So you can't have that. Um, yeah. So uh, my feelings are um, what like uncritical support. For the post office, whatever they need. If they need to like do like a GoFundMe, I'll, I'll uh, donate to it. Also, if you use stamps.com, you're a fucking wrecker and you should be executed.
1: Like, I, like I In hate. the Central Park, shot yeah. in the fucking back of the head with uh, what's his name? Mark Matthews. Mark uh,
2: Matthews. Chris Matthews. <laughs> Chris Matthews. That, no, that guy, Chris Matthews. Yeah, Matthews
1: oh. yeah. okay. Taking to the um, part with the people who use stamps.com. There,
2: there's nothing more I, I hate. on a podcast where it's like are you tired of waiting at the post office no bitch i'm not i love the post office
1: i'll go to that motherfucker. it's fucking great the post office and the library are two of the only like places that actually like function right yeah Yeah. fucking trash yeah
2: yeah. i was just gonna say like library and post office and every time this shit comes up, what do we get? We get some mouth breeders who are like, wouldn't it be cool if like a library was like an Amazon dispensary? Yeah. You just,
1: fucking so Jeff I It's just buy books. Awesome. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's just like, so it, what the fuck is the point of like, why are you taking our taxes? If the stuff our taxes go for also have to be money makers? Like we should get services that are just good. and free and cheap that's what taxes i mean i'm not smart about any of this shit but like it it just makes sense like you're taking from us like give us fucking something and library and the post office and some parks are like the only fucking good shit that comes from all the money that gets taken from all of us yeah because they they sure as hell aren't fixing the fucking roads i mean fucking drive down 75 you can tell that shit Yeah, and yeah, and it's just I like I said I can't even really speak on it too much, but like, why should the USPS make money? Like, fuck you! Like, you take our money, give us something in
0: return. Mm -hmm.
1: Exactly,
0: because we the the taxpayer is the moneymaker. You know, we have we have jobs and businesses that make money or whatever, but the the taxes are how the government is the government's moneymaker. You know, they're not supposed to take our taxes and put it into the government's 401k or stock portfolio and make the government's, you know, money grow because it's, it's us paying into it. It's a supposed to be a public service, not a privatized system. You know, it just doesn't make any sense at all. Well, we see the,
2: it's a contradiction and it's, it's one, it's something that shows the contradictions between uh, like capitalist mindsets and, democratic institutions it's yeah the post office is this kind of socialized public good and that under capitalism like should not exist right if you're thinking if and our government is built upon capitalist uh, ideals right then everything should be you know designed to churn out a churn out profit so having something that doesn't right it's a, it's a contradiction in their mind and you can't really square that circle right you kind of i i feel like for it's just you pretend it doesn't exist or or you do what the republicans do and, and squawk about it and point and honestly they're being honest when they like like honestly they're being honest like they're being like intellectually honest by pointing that out and wanting to get rid of it because they buy they buy into the capitalists like mission right they buy into it so they do want it gone because that is is consistent with their beliefs whereas democrats like aren't intellectually honest so they just pretend like no 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 see capitalism is great except in these instances where we literally do the opposite of capitalism because if it was if it does you know do that then it would be shit right but we won't apply that to anything else you know
1: Dude, if Jeff Bezos fucking buys the post office, I'm gonna fucking blow my brains out. Mm-hmm. Fucking um parody parody. Um, the thing about the thing about it is like, I I think it's kind of funny that this is happening. Well, I don't think it's funny. I think it's fucking tragic, and it's really you know kind of making me mad about it. But um, they, I read this book for crit theory class called The Crying of Lot 49. Have you guys ever read that book? No. Have you ever heard of it?
2: Can't say I have
0: uh huh.
1: yeah so it's like it's a very small book and it's literally about it's it's like considered a postmodern like novel right and it's literally about this uh girl who is like a, a litigator right and she's like one of the one of the guys that she had an affair with against her husband he died and so he named her as the executor of his will so she has to go and like sort through this shit and like figure it out right Well, when she goes there, she finds a conspiracy that there's always in the shadows. There's been the post office and there's been this other post office, right? That's like a privately owned like cult thing where they're like, oh, well, you know, we get like secret letters and stuff. And it's just like regular letters. Like it's not anything big. And she's like, she finds this play and the play talks about it, like this old play during like Shakespeare's time. And she finds like all this shit, right? That talks about it. And the whole book is like, is it actually happening or is she fucking crazy? Because she has like, she has hallucinations and and she's, she's on medicine and the whole point, like literally the whole point of the the novel is like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it's just like the, the Mm -hmm. whole, that's why it's like considered postmodern is it's like, you know, it doesn't actually matter if it's real or not. It's just happening. Um, And they're like, what's the point? It's like, there is none, but that's what I felt like. Sorry, long story long. That's what I fucking felt like as soon as I read that. I was like, damn, like, all right, so we're just going to fucking give hand over the keys to the kingdom to Jeff Bezos, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. All Uh, all, all I could think about was that underneath every post office, it's like underneath the Epstein temple and just (laughs) in post office uniforms, like sacrificing young children, the post office beneath the post
0: office. Yeah. (laughs) That's how any uh like public tax funded institution actually works in America. It's like, oh, if it, well, if it's not making money, we're just sacrificing children in blood rituals to right. keep yeah. this shit
1: going. Is that what happened again, is that what happened to Virgil? is, is he being sacrificed currently to the vi- to appease what the d- virus?
2: What is going on with them because like was he gonna le- is he leaving the pot or whatever or is he just dead or what?
1: I don't know, man. I I I heard it from posting minutes, and I looked into it a little bit more. Um, but posting minutes, why don't you? Uh, you probably know more than I do. Okay, so what I know is limited because I don't. I've been following super close, but someone posted like uh, something from Instagram, which I'm not on Instagram. Of like Matt Crispin saying that Virgil gave him something to say, um, like on his behalf, but he was like. But we're not talking to him, so why would I deliver his message for him? And that's the clip I saw. And Mm -hmm. the only other thing I know, and this is kind of like a deeper Twitter internet thing that I don't know the full story of, but um, apparently there was something weird that happened about like a story that got squashed about Virgil grooming someone. I don't want to like just make something up, but people were talking about something that had been squashed that surfaced like a couple years back. So I don't know if there's legitimacy to it, but I did hear some people saying that maybe that cropped up again. I don't know. Yeah. He's been a Twitter silent for a while now. Yeah. Uh, And he hasn't changed like his bio or anything. He still, it still says chapo, whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. Uh, people are like celebrating it. It's kind of funny. People are like, thank God, fuck this guy or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
2: I like, I like Virgil. I didn't like, I don't,
1: I don't know too much. I don't really listen to Chapo that often, but uh, I do know that the video puts him in that uh, that Matt Christmas posted. He was both high and drunk. So um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know because like I I watched the video. And he fucking lights up and starts fucking drinking a beer, and he just like keeps on going. And I'm like, damn, this motherfucker is just you know, mm-hmm. he's trying to say some shit. But, in, uh,
0: in all fairness, you know this coronavirus you know, lockdown has driven us all to the brink of sanity. So this could, they could just be bored and like stirring up shit for fun. True. So we yeah. really don't know.
1: He went back to the, Wuhan, his hometown in the Wuhan province to come yeah. through the virus. He
2: went, to, he went back, him and Andrew Yang went back to, to report to, to president Xi about how it's all progressing.
0: Yeah. Really quickly before we sign off, Let's go ahead, you know, mental health is is more important yeah, than ever. Yeah. So I think it's good to go around if we get a vibe check. You know, we need to we need to check check our vibes. Uh, I my situation, uh, posting menace, I don't know if you're aware of my situation or not. I got laid off. Uh, I'm technically on vacation until Wednesday, and then my job disappears into the mists. Um so I'll be getting you know one more paycheck, I'll be getting my Trump dollars, and then nice. I'll be filing for unemployment uh, on Wednesday night or whatever. So that's my situation. No, so going into coronavirus, I was like, oh, okay. So at least I'll have my job and my roommate. So I've lost my yeah. job. My roommate has also uh, gone AWOL. Arjun has gone to Florida for six weeks. A month and a half to live with his uncles because, and I quote, he said he didn't want he didn't have good home cooking here, so he wanted good home cooking in Florida. Well, the he works still, right? Well, he has been suspended for six weeks due to coronavirus, okay. so he's on temporary leave. So, okay, okay. while okay, he's so. temporarily unemployed, he wants to live with the family. I think in his mind. It's, you know, he'll be getting free food and some of those expenses taken care of. He's still obviously paying rent and all that. But I've gone from, you know, granted, we're in quarantine, but I know how to like approach it and maintain like a healthy work life balance to losing my job and then having no roommates. So for the next month to six weeks, it's going to be me and my cat existing Mm -hmm. in this apartment, which is on the surface level terrifying and i'm trying to like just take it day by day and come up with a little plan of what to do but i'm like man this shit has gotten worse so my yeah my vibe check is not great i'm not i'm not passing the vibe check
2: shit Sorry to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought when you said I, I would would have my roommate. I'm like, is he going to tell me Arjun's
1: is dead? <laughs> 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 that's what. Gonna that's up. what I thought. I thought the British <laughs> troops. I thought the British troops came by that's... to finish the job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse, you <laughs> went to Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: the fucking neo imperialists came by. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They're just like, mm-hmm. oh, you see, we, we've come back from the motherland to go ahead and finish the job we started. Mm-hmm.
2: It's like I missed the Leto,
1: I believe you have property of the British crown. It's like, <laughs> Arjun, roof, <laughs> Arjun just like runs and jumps on a fucking elephant and just like yeets the fuck out of there. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, like that's that fucking sucks, Josh. Yeah. That honestly fucking really sucks. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, fuck it. We don't owe this country anything. Let's move to China.
0: True. Let's become ex- expats.
1: Mm-hmm. Um I guess like my my vibe check is uh it's not it doesn't suck, but it's probably sadder because like I just beat Kingdom Hearts 3.
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like be
0: sad. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. It was sadder because like there's that's no more video
0: games to play now.
1: That's fucking pathetic. <laughs> like it's like the gayest thing you can fucking do. <laughs> Um, hey. I, I, I don't know, I balance it out with watching dude rock films. You know, I watched Bloodsport and nice. uh watched Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. So, um we're we're watching dude rocks films and then yeah, played like 30 fucking hours straight of like this fucking video game that's like kind of gay. But uh yeah, Josh, actually I, t- I told you before the pod but I highly recommend that you fucking just binge the shit out of The sopr- yeah. Sopranos it's because so right. talking Talking Sopranos came out, the thing that um Cognitarians was talking about. Yeah, the podcast day.
0: about Sopranos. Dude, they
1: the, already like, have, like, four yeah. episodes out. I downloaded all those bitches, and I'm like, I cannot wait to listen oh, to man, these. Oh, man, that's
0: awesome.
1: They're, like, an hour and a half each, but, like, Ooh. dude, you need to catch up. I catch will. Up. Yeah, yeah, I have
0: plenty of free time, so. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll say this, Josh,
2: that I actually think the Sopranos, you can't binge the Sopranos because it's so good. Be- it's, like, you could binge... Like, whatever other shitty show, because it's like each episode is like the amount of content in it that's actually worth watching is like out of like a, a half hour show, maybe like a lot of it's filler, right? But Sopranos is an hour of just fantastic television every time.
1: It's the greatest me, show, it's the greatest show ever yeah. made. Like, I mean, there are people yeah. who debate it, they go, Oh, Breaking Bad, oh, you know, whatever, but no, Sopranos is the greatest TV show that's ever been made. So,
2: I, I can do maybe, I can do. Uh, two two episodes in a sitting usually, and after I, that I have to be like, I'm I'm full, like I've I've consumed too much. I have to like wait because yeah. I you know I just can't power through it. I have to like take them all in. So um, mm-hmm. that's what that's been my feelings anyway,
1: So guys, uh, so posting minutes, Cole vibe checks. Yeah, posting minutes first. Oh shit. Um, well, damn. Josh, my heart goes out to you. That's fucking, that's a lot all at once. I mean, it's all right here. I just finished God of War just to see what everyone was talking about. I watched Tiger King. It was entertaining. I mean, mm-hmm. I mostly just like, so I was watching, I was kind of just banging out movies and then like my brain has just been melting. So kind of scooted off of good movies just to watching reality tv we were watching like tiger king love island just what the fuck anything (laughs) got my brain off because they just put up season two australia love island rocking out with that you know just making people (laughs) lying around while i'm sitting in my pajamas all day oh yeah Um, brother yeah so i mean it's basically just me the cats she's still getting paid i'm kind of in limbo um, wait for the Trump bucks. So it's just us and the cats, and mm-hmm. you know it's both good having someone you live with, but also you kind of get kind of get under each other's skin a little bit when it's just yeah. like, you know we live together for a while, but when it's just like every day you just look over each other like you're never leaving. We're just here to get <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of like heads more than you yeah. would think. So it's good here, but. I mean, you do, it feels like when you're not working outside the house, you feel like you're in a fucking space station. I mean, y'all know where you just kind of yeah. like, yeah. just so, but I say my vibe check is like, has just stayed pretty steady average. Like I'm not like killing it, but I haven't, So I'm not like doomered out or, or anything
0: like that. I would say that if, if you're saying, you know, your situation or at least your mental state has stayed relatively like plateaued, that's a good thing. Because we've seen a steep decline in Cognitarians' mental health. Like, yeah. When this shit came yeah. in, like he was already on the fritz. And this has just plunged him into... like, If yeah. you've seen his posts the past month, it has been a sad, sad situation. Yeah. Like, I mean, that... I mean, most that love, man has,
2: love,
0: of course. I mean,
1: yeah, friend of the pod, Cognitarians. That man has, like, always, though, like, posted like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's it's okay. been there, but he just has more time to post now. It, honestly, yeah. it's not that his posts have gotten, like, more depressing. It's just that he posts more. I think they've gotten angrier, especially with the Bernie shit. They've gotten angrier. But no, I mean, yeah. he has always been uh, banging one out every five minutes, for sure. I mean, but I do think you can see. love our boy but you can see the mania hyped up a couple years which i mean who can i can't blame him i mean with the shit that's going
0: on because i say i'm steady but like there are definitely moments where it is just like what the fuck is going on yeah in his in his own words uh you know his response to this is you're it's weird not to go fucking batshit crazy exactly yeah and like we're all we're all trying to cope and be like oh, we got to stay level. We got to stay normal. Like, we can't lose it, man. He's like, no, you're supposed to lose it. You're supposed yeah. to freak the fuck out. Yeah. And so, you know, there is the take that Cognitarians is the normal one. We're the the freaks who are like conditioned yeah. like, oh, we have to be level-headed and and normal about this. He's like, fuck that. Like, I'm going to be blowing my brains out energy all day long.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah no. Honestly, he's the best of us. True. You know he truly saying? is. No, I mean, no, he's right, though. We shouldn't be, li- it shouldn't be like this. We shouldn't yeah. be like, it's kind of like the, it's kind of in the same vein as, like, the, like, oh, well, I have to vote for Hillary. Oh, well, I have to vote for Biden. We have been conditioned to just suck it up.
0: Fuck yeah. they tell us to do. However shitty it is, we just go, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we take it, like, just bend over, spread the cheeks. they like, all right, what's next, chief? <laughs> all right, cool. Take us home.
2: Okay, so um, I guess this will be a story in three parts, four parts. First part, I played Bannerlord till 7 in the morning last night. So, nice. Right, fucking living the dream there. There's also <laughs> a tornado warning uh, next to my house. Oh, yeah. Up until like 1.30 in the morning, so that was fun to live with. Um, but so I, for me, um, like this has been, I guess the second part, is that my brain is kind of opening up and just exploring the dumbest shit I think of. <laughs> um, uh, my girlfriend actually, she was, she's was she been with me because um, her job basically, like, you know, where she worked, like, you know, she was still good. Like, she was still, she could work from home. So they suspended operations for, you know, whatever, like a week. Uh, so she came to stay with me. And there was a, an instance where, um, I don't know. We were watching a show, Jeopardy, right? We were binge watching Jeopardy, and then the answer was like, uh, "Fuck, what was it?" Houdini. And then I just started riffing on, "What if Houdini was gay?" So <laughs> I'm sitting there cracking myself up, imagining gay Houdini. Like, oh, he's like, I, you know, he comes out in handcuffs, and he's like, "I have to get these handcuffs up in 30 seconds, or, or this guy's gonna." fuck me in the butt it's like oh houdini his next trick i'm in a glass case full of water i have to get out in 30 seconds or this guy will fuck me in the butt
0: just imagining
2: him intentionally failing like oh i can't get the handcuffs off i guess i'll have to fuck me
1: Uh, for my next act i'm going to be presenting tyrone and fitting his entire dick in my mouth what a trick right (laughs) <laughs> Make these
2: five dicks
1: disappear <laughs> yeah it's like the it's like the the thing where they like the clown like pulls out the the cloth out of his mouth but it's like it's, dick. It yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch of dicks i yeah. was
2: and i was making myself laugh so hard <laughs> from that i was like bent over nearly drooling laughing so hard at myself and my pork my girlfriend is just like what the fuck's the matter with you And I just, I'm just like, I just, it, it doesn't like the, the fucking we, the training wheels are off. I'm untethered from reality because of all this. So I literally got lost in my own world thinking of this. and, And I just, it was the most funny. And then to follow that up today, I just was like thinking, yeah, you get bored with this. Your brain is basically bouncing around, uh, coming up with concepts. And I was like, you know what? Like, like. You know, I have a very my, I you know have a very good relationship with my girlfriend. I I do I, like love her, right? Okay. <coughs> I was thinking, I know it's very gay, and I was like, okay, but what if I just decided to sabotage it? <laughs> like, what would I do, right? And then the the strategy I I settled upon was that I was going to tell you and like all my friends that she called my dog the N word. <laughs> I was like. Oh, this is how I would go about <laughs> it. I would text Josh and Matt and other people who kind of knew her. Yeah, she'd just call my dog the N-word. She and it's know. like, why? Why would I settle on that? And I was thinking... That well, fucking what would I
1: bitch. Yeah.
2: What? And I would just let it get back to her. And then she would confront me like, why would you tell this egregious lie? And then I'd have to gaslight her and be like, well, you did. You did call Honestly, my dog the
1: n I would never... I would never talk to her about that if you were like she called the N word, I'd be like, Oh, that's kinda of funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, oh yeah, uh wait, so <laughs> it's like dudes rock? <laughs> like, yeah.
0: That's pretty normal behavior around my household. So <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the pussy Menace's girlfriend has called his cat the N-word multiple times. And they're still that's
1: that, that's his cat's name. I mean, there are black cats I mean, it is, you know, maybe not politically correct, but I can't really correct her, you know Well, it's like, yeah. well, it's, it's not like
2: wrong had a cat named Boop, and he was like a great author, so it's impossible to say if it's bad or not
1: Yeah, I mean, it could, uh, you know name your cat some slurs and see how it helps your creative process you never know <laughs> You can't knock it, yeah. the, the the science is out there, he proved it <laughs>
2: I will, I will slander my girlfriend and say that she did, (laughs) what she did say to my dog was equally as offensive because my dog, my dog, right. Is, is a golden doodle. His name's Teddy. Right. Lovely, wonderful animal. Right. Great. Like the best. And she was like, you know, I love him, but he's kind of bland. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And she kept being like, oh no, it's not an insult. I'm like, how is being bland, not an insult? You know, you said
1: you looked at her dead in the eyes and you said, you know what, bitch, I think you're kind of bland. I did. No, no offense. (laughs) No offense, you stupid bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You look at her and go, you know, you're second, right? (laughs) You you know, you're still in second place. Yeah, Yeah. that's probably
2: why it is. It's jealousy because I I love
0: him, you know, in a deeper uh, way. (laughs) Yeah, you have a deeper bond. Yeah. What (laughs) kind of? What kind of psychopath looks at an animal and calls it land? Exactly. He's I mean, normal. I call my He's I call personality. I call our dog like a pussy
1: all the time. Like, but you would he you wouldn't and, call it vanilla or like. And damn. also flash him the. I also flash him the the like bat thing. You know, I'm like, what's up, pussy? Bam, and forget at That and he just got to get pissed off when I do that. <laughs> yeah.
2: So That's anyway, I'm, like. I'm actually. I, I feel like I'm pretty. I guess I am a psychopath because I am pretty cool with all this. I, I I'm exercising. Uh, I get, you know, spending ho- like time at home all days. Like I see like why for, I, I see why it could be an issue, but for me, it's like kind of a welcome change because a lot like, you know, it's just, it's going from spending three or four days where I'm driving to like Alpharetta or, you know, to Chickamauga to see my girlfriend. And it's like now, the majority of my days I'm just here. I work out here. I can, you know, make food here. I have work here. So I don't know. It's just I, I could see how like on on the other hand, right, connectarians also said that it's like one long Saturday night now. And that's kind of been the case because it's been like, <laughs> after work is done, get some drinks and play fucking Banner Lord till the wee hours, and it's like that's fun, but probably not sustainable. So we'll see,
0: <laughs> we'll see how that how that all. Yeah, we'll we'll check in in like a week or or two weeks and see how that's going. Yeah,
1: yeah, because I mean, yeah, because there's you kind of ease into it and you kind of like suss out like the pros and cons of it because like so on sunday like her family all wanted to still got together for easter and we were like no we don't we don't want to and like we have the like it's a solid excuse now so like for the people that don't take it seriously you just say oh coronavirus sorry and like i don't have to like see anyone i don't want to see or do Mm -hmm. anything i don't do without you know just saying like telling people to fuck off or no no like just like just knowing that like you always have an out of any situation I was in a zoom class today uh, for critical theory and uh, she asked us to watch like this hour long video of um, Derrida talking about like racism and race. Right. And so like I watched maybe like 30 minutes of it and it was like, okay, I'm not really paying attention because I'm playing kingdom hearts right now, which is sad, but whatever. Um, And so she asked, like I, I always have my mic muted pro tip guys out there. If you're not speaking, like on Zoom or on meetings or whatever, mute your mic.
2: Absolutely.
1: So I had my mic muted because I wasn't speaking and she was talking about it. And she was like, so what do you guys think of this? And she talked about a part of the video that I hadn't seen. And I pretended that I was frozen. (laughs) (laughs) I had on my glasses.
0: No, you did not. That's awesome.
1: I had on my glasses. So there's like a glare. So you can't see my eyes. So I was still blinking. But I was like this right here.
0: Matt, bro. Matt, did you just freeze! Matt, I think we just lost you. <laughs> yeah, bro, I just, you know, it's
1: like no sudden movement. She can sense it.
0: That is a G move right there. Yeah, brother, yeah. dude's just, fucking rock. That's the that's the <laughs> the
1: last thing that we need to say before yeah. we sign off here is fucking dude rock. Dude, keep rocking during this fucking quarantine.
2: Matt, I had something similar happen with a webinar I had to do for uh, you know, uh, work and. So they were explaining I was playing Banner Lord the whole time it was like a four hour webinar I was playing Bannerlord Lord probably 95 percent of it while they were talking um, but then, you just scream
1: out the gamer word in the
2: middle of it <laughs> well I was muted I was muted to my cam- I was muted to have my camera off right most of it was just like you know ch- like like text chat so occasionally I would just hear like an inflection mark to mean a question and I would just like type out I would just wait for someone else to answer and then type out a, a differently worded uh, you know answer um and there were like two moments where when i died and said fuck and like slammed my like kind of like hit my desk a little bit and my girlfriend kind of <laughs> looked at me she goes are you like how did something happened she thought my webinar had gone bad or something sure. and i was screaming about that um, and the other time was she the lady leading it said something and i completely missed it Cause I was playing this and then what she had said was, uh, I'm going to like make you a host. Don't click anything. And I immediately clicked something. <laughs> and her she goes, this is why I said not to click anything.
1: <laughs> Damn dude. Yeah. Honey, are you mad at the webinar? Did you get laid off cause of coronavirus? B- bitch i'm fucking you can see i'm playing mountain blade over here you, yeah <laughs> like shut the fuck up go back to watching gilmore girls or whatever the fuck women do. Uh, i had to be like no i lost the
2: tournament I it in the tournament i can't believe
1: it yeah. yeah honey i'm with my friends right now. yeah <laughs> <laughs> quit embarrassing me <laughs> yeah quit embarrassing me in front of my fucking friends <laughs> emperor's <laughs> daughter is right there and she saw me lose this is why I'm going to tell them all you call my dog the word. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. Going down for this one This is, honey this is why I'm seriously considering just being gay oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, so what do you guys think you think that's episode
0: yeah yeah maybe we can call right there
1: oh, yeah, yeah I think it was good alright guys so uh, thanks for the posting minutes for coming on Um, yo, and, uh, I guess we will see you later.
0: Yeah, we'll catch you next week.